drivers start your engine this is the damn racing podcast Racing Podcast. How are you guys doing on this wonderful Monday morning? I'm feeling pretty good. Really excited to be doing the post-race podcast today. Uh, I get to talk a little bit of something about racing other than about Kevin Harvick, but yet Kevin Harvick made his way into this conversation even though he didn't win. So anyway, how did you all enjoy the race? Make sure you leave your feedback and stuff like this because I want to really hear what everybody else has to say about the race and tell me all about what you thought about Fontana. And, uh, you know, just like that, I would just like to hear what your all's take was on the race. But anyway, I'm just going to go ahead and jump right into my take on it. Uh, First off, let's go ahead and get the Harvick situation out of there. We seen a battle between Kevin Harvick and Kyle Larson, what looked to be a big fight, which, you know, honestly, I seen that getting ready to take place. Uh, when you got two drivers such as, you know, good drivers such as Kyle Larson and Kevin Harvick, they're just not going to battle out that long. Um, you know, I don't really know per se what really went down. You know, it's just spec- it's just speculative on what happened. Uh, Kevin Harvick at the end did take uh, responsibility for it. He said he sort of went down and, uh, you know, I guess caused it. Uh, it. It was a little bit of that confusion of wondering what really happened. Uh, I seen what I seen is about a lap before that when the the battle between the two was going on, I'm like going, something's going to happen, man. You can't have that good of drivers battling each other and then one somebody's not going to get frustrated. I think literally both of them probably got frustrated because of how you know how hard each one of them was racing one another and uh I think it's just about who when it ha- when it comes down to that I think it's about who makes the first mistake. And in my opinion, it looked like Kevin Harvick was the one that lost his cool and then boom bada bing Harvick gets knocked down. He did get to stay into the race, but you know uh, he had a little bit more significant damage than Kyle's uh, car, uh, considering Kyle ended up coming back and having a pretty decent race, even though he had a couple of mishaps with stuff like that. But he just kept on working his way back up to come to a second place finish. But let's just go ahead and jump right into the other news. Uh, Martin Truex Jr. Uh, finally comes back uh, in 2018 with his first win of the year. And I got to say, the it was pretty stellar. It was sort of the Martin Truex of last year. And the Martin Truex of last year was winning the stage points and winning the races. And it looks like, again, this is his, I think this was his first race actually getting a stage point uh, for winning the stage. And... He done it in true fashion. He won the first stage, won the second stage, then turned around and won the race. Uh, I don't think there was really, I didn't think anybody out there had anything on on Truex's car. I I thought it was just dominating. I mean, uh, even in, uh, you know, the best 
moment that it, it did look like really that there was any competition was when Kyle Busch had his car running uh, up to par. But uh, from what I've seen with the number 18, it just started off really well. And then his car just kept getting worse and worse and worse. It was almost like, uh, you know, of course, you know, I'm an, I am a Kyle Busch fan. And the whole time I'm thinking, oh, let's get this car better. Let's make this car better. And every time we would go into pit, we would turn around and we'd see Kyle Busch's car not doing much better. It would be worse most times. Uh, he really, uh, Kyle really kept the car I think performing better than what the car was really performing. Uh, I think that's the luxury of having a great driver driving the car because they're, you know, especially, you know, close to the end where the the crewman actually turned the winch the opposite way of the way it went. Of course, I was listening, you know, listening to the broadcast with Jeff Gordon and them and they had the conversation over, uh, uh, you know, that issue and they had to contact Kyle and tell him that they turned the wrench uh, the winch the wrong way. And uh, one of them said, you know, I'd hate to be the one to have to tell Kyle Busch that. And then Jeff Gordon was uh, uh, cracked me up because he was like, yeah, I don't believe I would have even have told him about it. Uh, which, uh, uh, knowing how Kyle is, I would probably say probably I, I might be more like Jeff Gordon, probably not want to tell him. Probably be like, well, I don't know what's wrong with the car, you know, and just act like it and nothing ever took place. Uh, but besides that, pretty decent race, uh, you know, Team Pitsky done pretty good uh, yesterday. Uh, I think we got Brad Keselowski who showed up in fourth. Joey came in fifth right behind him. And Ryan Blaney showed up in eighth. Uh, so, yeah, pretty good day for uh, Team Pinsky. Um, you know, of course, uh, Kyle Larson being the only... Chevy, no, I'm sorry, Jimmy Johnson actually peaked, uh, Jimmy Johnson and Austin Dillon peaked in the top 10, so, yeah, but for the most part, it was a pretty good Toyota and Ford day, uh, we got Denny Hamlin peaking in the top 10, Eric Jones, uh, of course, Kyle Busch, and of course, Martin Truex Jr. with the win, uh, pretty good day for, uh, you know, Stuart Haas again, I mean, uh, Eric Amarillo came in 12th, uh, and then Kurt Busch in 14th and uh, Clint Boyer in 11th. Uh, of course, uh, of course, Harvick uh, went all the way back there. I mean, uh, Harvick ended up, uh, I think it was, hold on, uh, where was, where was Kevin Harvick? Yeah, Kevin Harvick ended up like in 35th place. Um, pretty, pretty bad uh due to the wreck and stuff like that but he did at least finish the race but other than the kevin harvick incident Stuart haas done pretty well um i was kindly excited to actually see jimmy johnson back up there at least getting into the top 10 uh in news about johnson i mean i was kind of shocked over the week that uh lowe's said this would be their final year sponsoring jimmy johnson now, I'm sure a lot of people are probably in debate and discussion over if it's from his past poor performance recently. And uh, I got to say, I mean, uh, you know, it, I believe it's business. Uh, I believe it's about money. Uh, but I personally think, you know, I, I thought it was crazy. I thought Johnson would end up retiring with Lowe's. He'd been with them 
I, I don't know. I think maybe they said something like an 18-year partnership uh, that Jimmy Johnson had been with uh, Lowe's. And I was actually kind of shocked to see them uh, pull out. But, you know, that, you know, is, is somebody else going to turn around and get Lowe's? Or is Lowe's done for right now with uh, racing? I don't really know. But uh, I would assume Johnson was a big, you know, was probably doing pretty well for Lowe's. I mean, in my opinion, I, I sure know it probably didn't hurt that the seven-time champion people's walking around wearing Lowe's t-shirts. You know what I'm saying? So I would assume that's good. But maybe it did have an impact on how poorly he's been driving. Uh, of course, his ninth place finish was a little bit better than he has been doing. But um, I don't really know, you know, I don't know if that affected him. Uh, another driver, uh, I guess talking more about Hendricks and stuff, uh, William Byron. I thought he'd done a pretty good showing, 15th place. I, I seen at one point that William wanted to, uh, w Byron was like uh, looking out like, you know, maybe I'm feeling a little bit more confident. I said in an earlier podcast that Byron didn't look like he was looking like he was ready. And I think yesterday he showed that he had some flair of being ready a little bit. So, yeah, I, I, I say, you know, he's got a ways to go, but I think he's doing all right. Um, another one of the young drivers that, uh, you know, two of them that I like, Eric Jones. Eric Jones came in seventh place. Pretty good running. Uh he looked pretty decent throughout the whole race. And then I was actually kind of, uh, you know, disappointed in Chase Elliott. I would ex I was expecting actually a better finish from him, who finished in 16th. Um, another younger driver, Daniel Suarez, finished in 23rd. I would have expected him to get a little bit closer up and a little bit better on that. Uh, but besides that, that was, you know, really there wasn't much big news coming out of that race uh, I'll go ahead and just jump on to the leaderboards right now and, and we'll talk a little bit about the stats and stuff what's going on who's the leader and stuff like that so with that win pushes Martin Truex Jr. up to number one place in the standings for the drivers and then Kyle Busch follows and then Joey Logano and then Brad Keselowski and then Ryan Blaney if you look at that top five man you got two Toyotas and then you got three uh, Team Pitsky drivers, three out of three, are in the top five. Uh, Team Pitsky's looking, like like I said, I, I can't argue. They're, they're looking really good. Uh, and like I said, I keep talking about Stuart Haas Racing. I think they're looking really great with, uh, you know, they got uh, Kevin Harvick, Clint Boyer, and Eric Almirello, and Kurt Busch in the top 11. So it's sort of like 8th, 9th, 10th, and 11th place is all Stuart Haas. So, doing pretty good uh, right now uh, out of the, you know, JGR team. Kyle Busch is in second, and, of course, Denny Hamlin's in sixth. Uh, and then they're a little bit far off with Eric Jones and uh, Eric Jones being in 13th place in the all-around standings. Um, so, you know, I'm looking forward to the next race and see what, what can go on. Because uh, I think I think I do believe that it's going to change a little bit. I think somebody's going to step up. We got the STP 500 in Martinsville uh, this Sunday, uh, so it'll be interesting to see what goes down in Martinsville. Uh, 
I do know there was some uh, issues with Kyle Bush after the race. A lot of people saying he didn't want to talk to the media. And, and uh, from what Kyle Bush says, that nobody walked up to him and wanted to talk to him. Everybody wanted to talk to someone else. And then uh, if you go to Kyle Bush's Twitter feed, you'll see that he had a, a bit of uh, fun live conversation with people on Twitter. Most of them are a bunch of haters hating on him and stuff like that and stuff like that. But the, the, the entertaining thing about watching uh, Kyle Bush on Twitter is that uh, he just gives it right back. I think he... Told some somebody had said he sucked, and I guess the uh, the person uh, who said he sucked, or something like that, uh, was uh, was uh, a Brad Keselowski fan, and he goes he goes I didn't suck as bad as your guy, you know. So uh, it's kindly entertaining to see a driver have a conversation like that. But anyway, so go check out that Twitter feed of Kyle Busch. I think I think you'll get a laugh out of it. But anyway, I, I guess I'll go ahead and wrap up this damn racing podcast. I want to thank everybody who's listening to Anchor.fm and everybody who's listening everywhere around the world. Uh, thank you, and I will be back sometime this week. I might do a pre-race uh, podcast, and I might not. Last week I decided I didn't want to do a pre-race podcast. Wasn't really much going on. Wasn't really much to talk about. Could have talked about who I was for and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? But I decided not to. This is sort of just like a fun website and a fun podcast for me. So I just do it whenever I feel like doing it. So anyway, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. I want to thank everybody for listening. Thanks again. (laughs) We'll be right back.